Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Jordan Silver and Friends on 96.5 The Buzz. Hartsy, can we please shout out to all of our cars? Shout out to the cars. Shout out to the ignitions. Shout out to everything that's been sitting outside. Just sitting out there that started today. Shout out to the mailboxes. Shout out to the mailboxes. To the mailmen and women who deliver to those mailboxes. Shout out to the heater people. Or just to the heaters. Or the heaters. <sighs> to the elect to to just the invention of electricity. Shout out to you. Yes, shout out to that. Yes, yes. To Any, anybody else we gotta knock out? Dude, anybody that works outside, you shouldn't have to do that today. It is a negative one without the wind chill. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. And I don't do this. And you know I don't do this. No. And I don't pretend to do this. But today of all days. Today I really didn't like it today. <sighs> today we really didn't find it. My, my steering wheel with the heat on in my car. My drive from home to here is about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. The whole time my steering wheel never warmed up. Even with the heat on in my car. Yeah, you said heat like that thing actually was working at some <laughs> point. My, I, I, from Lee Summit. I didn't get heat. Till because I got I drive a go kart so I didn't I didn't get heat until Metcalf, which means and by that point the drive's over. But here we are, dude, thawing out in the studio, dude. It is so cold. Yeah, it is so cold. Yesterday yeah. I got some food with a friend. I walked into my building, and I go straight to the to the. I see the first person I see is the security guard, and I go, "Suffer and suck a dash. It's cold out there." That's what I said. I haven't heard that statement. I haven't seen Looney Tunes, like the 1960s, 50s, 40s version, in probably 100 years. But the first thing that comes out of my mouth to the security guard is suffer and suck attach. It's cold. Listen, and I'll allow it. It's, when, when you're talking about these kind of tips, Jordan, all phrases are on the table. Nothing can be off. Nothing can be off, off bounds. It's like it's that suffering suck attach was sitting somewhere in my throat somewhere. You know, I don't know. Just... You know, when, okay. So, Explain. Okay, wait a minute. So, you know when you get really angry? You're fighting with somebody, you get really angry, and you stop, like, holding back, and you finally just tell them what you really think. And yeah, all this. Yeah. I feel that way about, apparently, the term suffer and suck a dash and the gold. Oh, you know. No, you're right. I think that is maybe the best way to explain this, is that now we're just over it. And we're to the point now where it's like, it's time for me to yell about it. Because I know it's not getting any better, and I know that this is not going to help anything, but now we've reached the point that I just have to scream. You know what? You know what makes me angry? And we're going to start a Monday with this. Those people who post a picture and say something like, I'm going to remind you all of this when Mm. you're complaining about how hot it is. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, bitch, 
Go no, away. Don't, yeah, don't, go away. don't pretend that you're not cold right now. It's negative one. Stop acting above us. If anything, we are more self-aware because we've at least come to terms with it. You're over here posting your summer pics. Yeah. And your selfies by the, you know, by the sea. I don't care about that. Yeah. We're, we're doing this right now. Yeah, this is what it's like. And you are not above being cold. No. Are you outside getting a suntan when it's negative one? No, you're oh. inside, warmed up, watching Netflix. Chilling. Making me feel bad that I think it's like a little too cold to be existing. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So enough of that, Insta. Mm -hmm. Look up and live. Look up. It's cold. You ain't going to like it. But here we are. Hi, Jordan. Hi. (laughs) Something really weird happened Saturday night into Sunday morning. Yes, it did. You ever wake up and just look at your phone and be like, oh, my God, what did I do? Every day. Yes. Okay. Daily. That happened to me. To an extreme level, and I'll tell you what happened in four minutes. Keys, check. Phone, check. Wallet, check. Jordan Silver and friends, check. How much do you play with your phone when you're drunk? That's a, that's. Do there's you, a second layer to that question. Do my you? Friend. I'm talking about vulgarity. Um, I'm talking about texting. <laughs> Sometimes hand in hand. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll take that. See what I did there? I opened that up for you to slam dunk it right in there, and now you're pointing at me and winking, and that's a little weird. It's six <laughs> thirteen. No point in wink yet. Buddy, are you a drunk texter? Yes, to a certain extent. I am a drunk texter in that I I actually tend to clean it up a little bit when I when <gasps> I drink. Yeah, like I my drunk goggles are very like my grammar gets better actually, and it's and I could be blacked out, and I people think I'm actually more sober. <gasps> yeah. What? Yeah, I've sent emails to staff to parents. Jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So take what you just said. Okay. And then I want you to find the polar opposite of that. Got it. That's me. <laughs> so you a mess. I'm a mess. You a mess. And I'm a text deleter. So I'll like del- I'll text someone or something and then I'll delete it so that the next morning I wake up and I'm like, I don't have a problem. See, you gotta work that you gotta watch out for that. You I gotta very, watch out. I very rarely get that drunk. But I had one of those drunken nights and Oh, I, need, oh. I think I need to preface the story with there is in no way, shape, or form me making fun of the thing that I did. Okay. Because it is a very serious topic. Oh, God, Jordan, here we go. Uh-oh. So I looked at my phone after I was like very, very drunk and not the last. I don't even remember anything that happened Saturday so, night. I'm so, oh, this Saturday? This last Saturday? Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, I'm so yeah. proud of you, Jordan. Yeah. We so all went out and had a great time. So I wake up the next morning and my phone is, you know, one inch away from its charger, the usual, you know, like yeah. my glasses are somewhere. You're so close. But didn't get it. No. So my, my phone's on like 3% battery and I open it up and I look at my texts and there's nothing there. So I was scared because okay. you don't just get that drunk and not text. Not on a Saturday. Not Mm-mm. When you're waking up on a Sunday morning, you don't just, you don't open up to an empty phone. Right. You don't. No. You, you do if you did something wrong. Exactly. <clears throat> but that wasn't my problem yesterday. At some point, I needed to search something in Safari, right? The search engine. I'm, I'm familiar <clears throat> the with internet. Yes, yes, Just Jordan. letting people know that are Android users, I needed to search something using the internet. So Thank I, you. When they're on the podcast in 2032. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I opened up the web browser on my phone, and it read National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Oh, Jordan. Oh, Jordan. And I was like... What happened last night? Because I didn't get a text or anything from you. Nobody did. Also, 
what? That's a very serious. That took a turn. Serious, serious thing. And I'm sitting there trying to remember what I did. And again, not in any way, shape or form making fun of that because that no. is a life-saving tool. But I was like, what was I doing? Because you could have been pulling up for somebody else. You could have been. Yeah. yeah. What happened? What happened? Thankfully, the little left arrow was down there so I could see what I did before that. You mean the back button? Yeah, the back button. <laughs> little back button. Sorry. It's early in the morning. Um, I clicked the little back button and it said, <laughs> I like searched <laughs> like just all these letters. All these letters. Okay. And that's what popped up. So, hold, on, hold, on, hold on. I'm dead serious. I just typed in like like 400 wrong letters. And that was the did you mean? Yes. And that was the did you mean? I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. So then I go, there's more back. So I go back one more and it's starting to make sense. Now, finally, we were at this bar and I heard this acoustic version of this song. I was trying to remember what Janet Jackson's song it was. Okay. Okay. Ooh. So I typed in, mind you, there's probably 40 letters that don't belong in this sentence, but someone to call my lover. Right. I know. I know. And then so I go back and it's like Janet Jackson, America song. And then I go back and it's just like a picture of cake. I can't tell who is more drunk. You or your phone. <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends. Friend, friends. On 96.5 The Buzz. It's the only time of day where we could be on the radio looking at our phones and I'm not mad. <laughs> because it's like, we're on the radio. You can put your phone down for like two seconds. Yeah, it's but fine. It's fine. We're doing the Buzz family creep. Is that me? Oh, whoops. Sorry. You hit a little button? I hit the button. That's okay. That's I'm okay. creeping on Insta. You know, sometimes your thumb, you got fat thumbs and you hit that that sound button and all of a sudden I'm You hearing, know, that's so annoying. Now I'm hearing a dance party. Yeah. Like once you turn the volume on once on Instagram, it just plays loudly through everything else. Well, listen, they know they got you hooked, so it doesn't even matter. They know they got you. We, you seen anything? Yeah. We've got a friend, Eastie Photography, right here. Sure. Uh Use the hashtag BuzzFamilyCreep hey, when they were at, yeah, which is what you can do if you want us to possibly talk about what you posted. I didn't, I didn't even use it. You didn't even use it? <laughs> I should probably click on that. I use that. it on the stuff that we talk about so that the listeners, yeah, the yeah. Buzz family can find yeah. what we're talking about. Me too. Anyway, so he is at the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art and there's a picture of, what well, picture, there's a um, statue head of what looks like Caesar, Julius Caesar. Oh yeah. And then of course, because this always happens, the nose is gone. And the user, the, the Buzz family member, has his thumb in between his two fingers and the, the caption is, got your nose. That's such, a, that's such a joke that we would pull on this show. Absolutely. That is JSAF comedy. Which I, I saw, I went to a museum and saw that as well. So I asked, why do all the noses of all of these statues, why are they always worn off? Yeah. Eroded, and they're like, I asked somebody about that, and the person was like, "Oh, just you know, wear and tear, weather, blah blah blah." It's something that points out, and I was like, "Well, that's cool, but then why are all the winkies still there?" That I, man, you, you stole my follow up question. I was like, yeah. "It's either the noses or the dicks." Yeah, winkies. It's six. We're fine. Dick, dicks in the six. Am I right, Jordan? Sorry. Absolutely not. What did you find? At Jew Mafia on Instagram, Simon. He's he wins a bunch of stuff from us. He comes to a lot of our shows. Okay, good, good guy. He is at uh, the Cary Irish Pub in Nolens. Is that... Are we late on that, Mardi Gras? Is Mardi that this Gras, weekend? I thought it was tomorrow. Fat, Fat Tuesdays? Is that tomorrow? Yeah. Look it up. Really? It is. Don't look it up. Just believe okay. me. Okay, I'm curious. Is it really... Believe me, I know about Fat Tuesday. Well, <laughs> well in that case, good thing we saved on that boulevard from last week because we got to go off tomorrow then. Uh, we didn't save any boulevard. <laughs> Do you have some left? 
Shoot. Uh, I have nothing. Never mind. Never User Hugh2D2 on Instagram wrote, I don't remember a time when I wasn't cold. Facts. Yeah. When's the last time we were warm, Jordan? I don't know. Not the sun was out yesterday and it wasn't even warm. That was a fake. That's fake. Even in the sun, it no. wasn't warm. That's looking through your window warm. That's what that God. means. Have you ever done the cleaning out your closet kind of deal and you've got like these extra shirts, maybe from an ex or maybe just whatever, and you put together the quilt type deal? No. Okay. That sounds like... You're not at that point yet? I figure that's so unbrand for you. You're not, you're make not, a quilt out of extra clothes? That's so much work. You know, like extra shirts you had or like ex's clothings or... No, I burned that. Oh. And the ex. <laughs> they no longer exist. Well, uh, Brendan have such an opportunity at Brenjamins on Instagram. Uh, cleaning out the closet means finishing long ne- neglected... Projects. There you go. Man, what a, what a caption for my friend. So put together some uh, some shirt quilt kind of deals. Oh, that's cute. Trying to be artsy with some free time. That's cute. That's so much more productive and saner so than, than what I would do. Yeah, you just went, you went straight to... Burn it all. Straight to larceny, huh? Burn it all. Burn it down. Mornings with Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. Jordan Silver and Friends, 96.5 The Buzz. Hello, Hartzell. Hey, Jordan. Happy Monday, my friend. Happy Monday to you. It's yeah, a cold one. It's a cold one. Will you get your hands out from underneath your computer? What are you doing? Sorry. It's, it's warm. You hear, oh. <laughs> hear that fan? That thing is toasty this morning. Oh, my God. It's like my laptop knows we got to warm this thing up. Yeah, your laptop is your buddy. I forgot my gloves. So, Ugh, You know what's sad? We are indoors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's also sad is, do you know what we where we are in this indoors? We're in this buzz studio, which ain't nothing insulated. Nope. Just look at that. I mean, look at them. The windows are might as well just be open. I heard that the glass broke once because it was so hot inside and so cold outside. Yeah, because look, there's a word. If you look, there's a word that says save right on that glass. Damn. And I, and there's a glass in between that glass. So I don't know how that happened. So, yeah. I'm going to tell you one thing. If we're just sitting here and all of a sudden one of the windows crashes, I'm going to need to take the rest of the day off. Oh. Because that's going to scare Yeah, me. no. We're going to go ahead, and, go ahead and call in a little bit, I think. Yeah. Be like, oh, all right. I uh, here's some music. I'm gonna go home and think about what I did in a past life to let that happen. And I'm not coming back. No, hey, damn it, I'm coming back. Look at it. It literally says save right there. I'm coming back. Mother Nature. Listen, man, I love this city. I love this city. I've been here a little over six months now. I wanted to talk to you about this. People were starting to make jokes about things that happen in the summer, and I can't remember any of them right now, but. I feel like I still can't weigh in. I feel like I can only start to weigh in once I've been here for a year. See, that's the thing. It's not even, it's not a time thing. It's, you're, it's, it is more of a, I think it's a climate deal. It is like you have to go through the seasons. Uh-huh. Like you have been here since what, uh, August? So you saw September. September. So you saw the nice part, you saw a little bit of the hotness, got all the cold. Uh-huh. So I would say up and mm, I'll give you until first few weeks of spring, then you're good to go. Because then you've basically seen the full gambit. Kind of, but I haven't been here in June and July. I have been in Vegas in June and July, and that is so hot. Different. Oh, no, different. Oh, totally different. Different kind of heat. Different kind of heat. Uh, you know, you're right. I guess you got to make it a full calendar year. Yeah, because you got to experience the entire just hodgepodge of what is Kansas City. Rather. Right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Before I can start just throwing out things yeah. like I can, I understand this city to a certain level. Yeah. I need a year. Someone was saying something about a venue and how packed it is. I don't remember which venue. And they're like, just wait till this summer when blah, blah, blah. And everyone at the table started laughing. It reminded me of this time that I would go out with, when I would go out with my friend Brooke, uh, her family, they spoke English and Spanish. And so 
so many times we'd be sitting there having a conversation and somebody would be telling a story uh, and they would just be like, blah, 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 blah. Then they would get to the punchline and they would say in Spanish. Like not fair. So the whole table laughs and I'm just sitting there going, oh, man. Crickets, crickets, crickets. That's, yep, that's my life. Because I feel like, I don't know what happened, but I think I was dropped on the head in that little space of your brain that is supposed to learn a language. Because I cannot. I tried. I tried French. I tried Spanish. And in the end, to get through high school, I had to take Latin, which all you do in what? Latin is just put an I-S or a U-S at the end of everything. This is where it started. That's where, that was the beginnings of Sister Mary Silver. Because you're over here. Latin. You're taking a dead language in high school? Well, it was the easiest one. It was the easiest one. Everybody else doing the cool stuff, you know, playing lacrosse, you know, taking all the cool exotic languages. And what's Jordan doing? Hey, toss it with that Latin stuff. Excuse me, I graduated magna cum laude. Thank you very much. Is that Latin? Yeah, for you're a really good student. You're smart. Jordan Silver and Friends on 96.5. The Buzz. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5. The Buzz. All right, cool. So Warp Tour. Warp Tour is doing five shows this summer. We know this. Atlantic City, uh, Cleveland, and Mountain View, California. But the lineup... It's awesome, but it also makes me feel really, really, really old. Okay. Listen to this. This is just like Offspring, Andrew W.K., Good Charlotte, Simple Plan, The Starting Line, Blink-182, 311, Bowling for Soup, Taking Back Sunday, Real Big Fish, All-American Rejects, Sum 41, No Effects, Hawthorne Heights, We the Kings. Just it keeps going on and on and on and on and on. I've never felt so old because those are all bands that I really love. That's dope. That's a good lineup, right? It's a great lineup. It just makes me feel old. 25th yeah. anniversary. 25th. No, I thought it was... Just right. so we're clear, it's not done. It was done. So not- they did the farewell tour last year, but right. this is this is the 25th anniversary, so there's going to be three places where the show will be rather than the show touring the entire country. Okay. Okay. Also, it seems like the way to find out if your favorite artist is making new music is just to ask them. Seriously, on Twitter, because someone did that with The Offspring last week and got an answer, and someone did it recently with Bleachers. Jack Antonoff said, quote, I'm working hard, have a few songs, and I love the parts of B3, and have this idea in my head that I'm piecing together. Oh, cryptic. Mm, but that dude least, can write a track, though. He's so busy doing everything else. Writing everybody's stuff. That's right. And vinyl makes up one-third of the money of physical music these days. Streaming music is growing, and CDs are hitting a record low. When? Was the last time you bought a CD? I honestly, I couldn't tell you. The last time I even picked up a CD was down in promotions. I think that was it. I think, I think, I think it's been longer for me to have not bought a, have purchased a CD than it was for me to made love, make love with someone. Stop it. It's the truth. Stop it. It's the truth. It's the truth. You've got national news. Yeah, that's three, that's three, that's three years and some change, Jordan. Okay. Oh, wait, did you put my business out here? Oh, and and speaking of the news, let's do some (sighs) national news. This weekend was, there was a lot going on. So Trump was giving a speech at CPAC. It's a big uh, conservative circle jerk. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Listen, liberals, we do the same thing. Don't We do the same thing. But he gave this speech that I believe was his longest of all time, went over two hours. And yeah, I, sure. Our country's in big trouble, folks, because we have to get it back. <laughs> darling, is the wind blowing today? I'd like to watch television, darling. The attorney general. What? <laughs> right. I just had to stop right there because what is and it, by the way it goes on and on and does more stuff like that and he just was all over the place two hours just ripping on people it was moderately entertaining so yeah you can just do a simple simple Google you got plenty of 
time because wow. again, and over two hours wow. of speaking for your president, your favorite president, Jordan Silver. Stop it. Speaking That's of not mm-hmm. speaking of presidents, another guy throwing his hat into the race for president of the United States. This guy, John oh. Hickenlooper, former governor of President Hickenlooper. Can you imagine saying that? I don't. Mm. I'm not. We're. Not, I don't think as a country we're ready to say a president Hickenlooper. But uh. if in case we were, <laughs> this is what he would tell us. I promised Colorado families that we would rebuild our communities better than before. And that just offering thoughts and prayers would never again be sufficient. I'm John Hickenlooper. I'm running for president because we're facing a crisis that threatens everything we stand for. As a skinny kid with Coke bottle glasses and a funny last name, I've stood up to my fair share of bullies. Standing tall when it matters is one of the things that really drives me. Can you imagine that? Standing tall is something that really drives you. I never, never thought, that, never thought this that would be something that would drive you. Um, Honestly, this guy seems like a decent enough dude. Yeah. He he was the governor who was around during all the Aurora shootings. Remember that? From mm-hmm. the, yeah, so mm-hmm. he's seen a little bit of everything. His big selling point is that he's like not flashy, but he can work across the aisle. Uh, and he could rock a dope. A dope uh, blazer back in the 80s because he... Also, by the way, uh, this guy is a former brewmaster. So shout out to, J- to Jeremy Danner. Maybe Danner will be our next uh, commander-in-chief here in a few times. I mean, I would vote for him. I would vote for Jeremy Danner, yes, of course. A boulevard ticket? Yeah. I'd vote for that. The and independent. You should. And then just real quick kind of piggybacking on top of that. So we talked about how Bernie last week announced he was running. Well, he officially kicked it off in his hometown of Brooklyn. And it was kind of cool. I was there this last fall, and it was super cool. To, I, I walked where he gave the speech. Amazing. And he said something, because people know Bernie, so I don't feel like I don't even need to intro him. But he said something that like kind of got me going, and I feel like a lot of people didn't see this coming. He went really personal on this, uh, on this speech he gave. My experience as a child living in a family that struggled economically powerfully influenced my life and my values. I know where I came from. And that is something I will never forget. Yeah, so I'm sitting at the mall. Never. (laughs) I'm sitting at the mall. Ever, ever. Never. Forever, ever? I can't. Ooh. I I am from New England, so I get get that. I can never do a good Bernie. But yeah, I'm sitting at the mall watching that uh, on the phone. So yeah, it was cool. He got fired up. It's like Bernie almost like wants to run for president and I just talk about a couple issues. So yeah. Wow. Get your popcorn, kid. Wow. So much in the news. All the news. Jordan, that is your news. Thank you. I have an entertainment story for you. What you got? Okay. What would you do for a free flight for a, for a free flights all year, what would you do? Would you I, I, honestly anything? Is there something I, that you wouldn't do? No. Okay. No. How about this? JetBlue wants to give you that, but they want you to delete all your photos on your Instagram. Oh, you know what? Yeah. No, I'm good. Let it go. Let it go. Really? Let it go. Really? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm f- really? So wait, do I have to do something once I get rid of mine? Once you get to- rid of the photos, okay. Then you have to put something up that says the all you can blank. It's something like repost of their contest. All you can jet sweepstakes. Done. They can send me that JPEG right now. You are also the man that said that you would sit in jail for 39 years for $40 million. Yep. yep. Hell no. Yep. This is 96.5. The Buzz. Jordan Silver and Friends in the Morning. The alternative is 
96.5. The buzz. This is going to be the stupidest thing in the world, but there is a double clap somewhere, like in the most perfect part of that chorus, just in the very far background, and it's got echo on it. I always love the... Right, right where it should be, the the double clap. I know, I know. I love when you like musically geek out. That was that was so cool. I could, you always I could, find a spot too. I could geek out about so many other things, but that song it just goes. When you have a song that starts out and it goes the whole way, mm-hmm. you know, you know, and you knew for sure. Yes, that's oh. a great song. So the band. Like- yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Da, da. Just when it's perfectly on point in the perfect spot. Oh. Are you having a moment? Do you need to take a, do you need to take a walk? Of, do we ever play Maggie Rogers here? Uh, oh, I don't think we do. Honestly. Okay, that's tomorrow. Oh, just wait. Oh, Why do we not? I don't know. But there's a, she has a, she has a, um. We should do that tomorrow. She has this amazing, um, what's that shaky thing with the drums? The tambourine part. Tambourine part. That is like out of nowhere. It's in the background. Oh. It's beautiful. We'll play it tomorrow. I can bring in. I got a tambourine at home. We'll bring it in. Okay, we'll, good. We'll do a whole thing. You need drumsticks for what she does. Oh, I'll find some drumsticks. Okay, that's some drumsticks. That was Simmel with Clean Eyes on Jordan Silver and Friends 96.5 The Buzz. Just uh, when you get, hear a new song that just kind of makes the week feel new, even though that has been out for a little while, the debut self, uh, self-titled album coming out May 3rd, and you, Hartzell, said something about possibly... This band is going to be chatting with Jeremy at South by Southwest. Yeah, so we talked to him last year, and if I remember right, again, emails are kind of a, a wash to me. Right. But I think she's going to be chatting with him again. She's doing the whole live from Jeremy's hotel room, South by, which that's like two weeks. Or Damn. Like less than two weeks. God, man. Here we go. No, no, no. It's. Welcome back to Hashtag Crazy Cat Lady Radio. Wait, I mean Jordan Silver and Friends. It is time for the Urban Dictionary Word of the Day. Ooh, Jordan, I like how you teed that up. Thank you. I'm a fan of that. You're the only announcer in here. I just talk. (laughs) But, so the way that this works is I'm going to give you a term that I found on Urban Dictionary, which means that it's not the actual easy, what you already know definition. Of course not. It's going to be something incredibly clever and... Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You give me a call and let me know what you think the definition is of the word that I tell you. Don't look it up. It's not fun mm. if you get it right. Plus, you don't win anything if you get it right. It's funny when it's wrong. Right. And we're doing, what's what's our caller this time? Caller five. Caller five. So if you're caller five, you're going to win. So let's do this together. Because we're going to give out Buzz Under the Stars tickets to caller number five, regardless of what your answer oh. is, if it's correct or incorrect. Ooh. So I'm going to do an example one more time because it's kind of new mm-hmm. with you. Heart soul. Yes, Jordan. And I'm going to give you a little clue because this one, it is incredibly clever, but you might need some help getting it. Okay. It has to do with relationships. Oh, my bread and butter. Okay. Today's Urban Dictionary word of the day is haunting. 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 What do you think, according to Urban Dictionary? One more time. Ooh, I like that. According oh. to UrbanDictionary.com, what do you think haunting If is? I had to go with haunting, I know exactly what it is. What? I will tell you right now. Haunting is the process of, it's, it's, it's a step maybe above creeping. It's not even to the point where you are lurking on their pages and liking. You want, you're just now constantly in the know. So that if I see you out in public, Jordan, say I'm creeping on you, mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, how's your dog doing? How, how's that, uh, how was that surgery your dog had two weeks ago on Thursday at 6 o'clock in the afternoon? That is a good guess, but off of the subject of relationships. Mm-hmm. Just think about what haunting is okay. and just think about what that would do in the ending part of a relationship. 
Oh, I'm I'm out. And now give me a call. 576-7965. Jordan, Silver, and Friends on the buzz. Hi, the buzz. What do you think haunting is, according to UrbanDictionary.com? I think that haunting is when you block somebody after you break up on social media, and then they um, somehow you find them on your timeline. Um, has this happened to you before? All the time. <laughs> like, ah, there it is. You break up with people, and then they find you on social media? I mean, I just don't have time for these boys nowadays. Ain't got time for these hoes. No. That's right. You That's ba- right. You basically got it. Haunting is like ghosting, but yes. the person continues to watch your Instagram story, which you can see. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And you're yes. like, what the hell? Yes. That is it. Do you want to go to Buzz Under the Stars, my friend? I would love to. Is this Jordan? It is. Hi. Jordan, hi. I'm your friend on Instagram and Twitter, so it's very nice to talk to you. Uh, it's very nice to talk to you. Am I ever haunting you? No, I wish you would though. Oh, all right. Oh. Well, then give me your first and your la- first and your last name, and I will haunt you like crazy. That sounds. Yes, weird. it's Jennifer. And your phone number, please. This is for the tickets, not for um, me okay. to stalk sure, you. Sure, sure. I mean, if you want to save it. <laughs> let me film it. Just a rough me... weekend. Thank you for this. Let me film it. Shut up, Hartzell. Jordan Silver and Friends on ninety six five. The buzz. What's going on here? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Big day in music history. I'm impressed with this. In 2003, Evanescence released their first album ever, Fallen, which had Bring Me to Life and Going Under. Yeah, it did. And Evanescence Evanescence is still the band name that I cannot spell to this day. Evanescence. 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 Now I'm out. I know. I know. I still can't. I remember I have this mixed CD from like 03, and it's got Evanescence. It's spelled incorrectly. Don't care. On this day in 1998, Bad Religion released their album, Stranger Than Fiction. This is the album that really put them on the map with songs like Stranger Than Fiction, Infected, and 21st Century Digital Boy, Mm. which is a banger. And in 1993, 400 hopefuls auditioned in London to be part of a group. Five women were picked, and they became the Spice Girls. (laughs) On that day, today... In music history, 1993. A day that will never, that will never be forgotten. No. 93? 93. Wow. I didn't know it was that early. They did a lot of practicing, I guess, before their big breakthrough hit. You got to practice where you can take over the spice world. (laughs) To your news, please. (laughs) To the national news. Real quick, I just got a push notification because we break news here on Jordan Silver and Friends. Uh, Eric Holder, former attorney general over under President Obama. Mm -hmm. He was rumored to be running for president. He's not going to do it. So oh. just got an announcement because, again, one we out. break news. One out. One, one in, one out. One in, one out. So this weekend was a little bit ridiculous uh, because that's just how life is right now. I had this audio pulled earlier, and it kind of glitched on us, and I can't wait for you to hear it now because Trump was giving a speech this weekend at the CPAC. It's a big conservative. Uh, I called it a circle jerk earlier. That's pretty spot on. And he gave this speech that just he he talked. And when he talks, things like this same to seem to happen our country is in big trouble folks because we have to get it back <laughs> darling is the wind blowing today i'd like to watch television darling. <laughs> the attorney general says i'm going to recuse myself <laughs> and i'm in the white house and i was lonely i said let's go to iraq so i met generals i didn't know general one general two general three i said what's your name sir my name is raisin what the hell kind of a name i said raisin like that the fruit seven trillion dollars and we have to fly in with no lights please get us the emails please i'm gonna regret this speech 
Wow. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to even knock the man because I, there's nothing I could knock. What was that? Um, what was Obviously, that? he's filming his Netflix, Netflix stand-up special. I mean, because... That's what he's doing. My man had so many outs. That's he, what that was. That was a lot. Anyway... So that's your, that's your president. He's doing his thing. It's pretty funny, but life goes on. And this is related to the president. Again, your favorite president, Jordan Silver. Quit it. I swear to God, I'm going to get you back for all this. I swear to God. Oh, you keeping receipts? My girl's keeping some receipts. We'll see. So President Trump may be using his first ever veto while in office. In fact, he's probably going to do it. That resolution we talked about last week because he declared a national security for the border. Mm-hmm. All that jazz. Well, people don't like it. Like Congress, and so they're going to vote against it, and he's going to have to veto it. And this is Senator Rand Paul, which may be the uh, the death knell into getting his emergency declaration passed. Republican Senator Rand Paul now saying he will vote to block President Trump's emergency declaration. That now makes four members of the president's own party in the Senate vowing to go against Trump's move to fulfill his biggest campaign promise, building that wall along the southern border and this means the resolution of disapproval will most likely most likely make it to the president's desk where he has warned he will use his first presidential veto let's check there you go so that's exciting by exciting well here we are jordan back to you everything's fine you know how here we go i'll take the sunshine back here we go you know how our parents and our grandparents don't really know how to use technology yes So a woman in Iowa thought that she was just posting something to her son privately, but really, it was public. Did you see this? No. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I know, but grandparents don't know this. They don't know this, right? I'm cringing already. There's so many buttons to push, and God, Facebook has billions of little buttons that do weird things. So people saw what she posted and thought that it was hilarious, and it's gone so viral that her son called her and was like, do you know that? This has gone viral, and and she goes, what is viral? (laughs) Basically, it's a picture of her in front of her house, and there's a lot of snow. This is in Iowa, by the way. And she says, I hate Iowa by my house. And everyone is passing this around. Let me see. Look at this. I hate Iowa. Please buy my house. (laughs) Real. She's a real one. I love she's got the shades on. (laughs) She's really selling it. Yeah. She's just like, I hate the cold. I don't want to live here anymore. I hate Iowa. Please buy my house. Do you think that she updated that? She put the audio on, I mean, uh, the text on it because she was using MS Paint. Is, that, is it Comic Sans? It's not Comic Sans. Mad, mad props to her. <laughs> now back to Jordan Silver and Friends on 96.5 The Buzz. We are here with Rachel Sweet, the policy director at Planned Parenthood. I wish that you were here for another reason. Absolutely. I feel like I always come bearing bad news. But- <sighs> But somebody has to be real about this stuff. And what what the hell is going on? What the hell is going on, Rachel? So last week, the Missouri House passed House Bill 126, uh, which is uh, the most extreme anti-abortion legislation that we've seen passed in the country this year. Um, it's got a really a cascading slew of bans. But I think what's the most significant and what folks have been really focused on is this concept of the fetal heartbeat. Mm -hmm. So essentially this bill, uh, its goal is to ban abortion at six weeks, Mm -hmm. which is very extreme, uh, patently unconstitutional, and uh, is frankly before most women even know that they're pregnant. That was going to be one of my questions. When, how, how, at what point do women go in normally? We're going to find out when they're, when they're pregnant. You said it's after six weeks. 
Yeah. So, I mean, we we collect a lot of data and information on this, um, and most abortions happen um, in the first trimester, obviously. And I believe, at least in this, I know we're talking about Missouri from a legislative perspective, but I am our Kansas lobbyist and work there primarily. So I know in Kansas, we're talking about, you know, 85, 86% of all procedures are in the first 12 weeks. So most women, you know, we have better access now to, um, you know, prenatal care and to um, health care than ever before because of the Affordable Care Act. Mm -hmm. So we found that, you know, women are finding out earlier in their pregnancies and then making a decision about what's right for them, whether that's to um, end a pregnancy or continue a pregnancy and become a parent or choose adoption. What is the stance of the other side? What is the thing that they're pushing against letting a woman have choice over her own body? Sure. So I think that a lot of this is very politically motivated. And the the folks who introduced this bill and who voted for it and who added a bunch of really awful amendments to it when it was on the floor of the Missouri House have made it very clear that their intent is to present a direct challenge to Roe versus Wade. Uh, you know, Roe versus Wade was decided in the 70s. It's been the law of the land for a very long time. And it's very clear that it is unconstitutional to ban abortion at any point in pregnancy entirely and to ban it before uh, a fetus is viable, which is generally in a healthy pregnancy, about 24 weeks for any reason. So this is about creating a piece of legislation that they think is going to get to the United States Supreme Court. Yeah, is that, let's just be real. Let's just be real. Again, we're talking to Rachel from Planned Parenthood. That's what this is about, right? Like, this is just, this is the way to, to challenge Roe. Like, this is the way to overturn Roe v. Wade. I mean, you've seen this now the last few years. I mean, honestly, last, last decade, right? In Missouri, I'm on the Missouri side. Like, where did this even come from? How? When did we, and have you noticed when this became a thing of let's use these bleeding red states to now just become essentially just protest legislation to eventually get to the Supreme Court? No, absolutely. That's exactly what's been happening. And I feel like that strategy is gaining more momentum than ever, given the fact that we have Donald Trump in the White House and he has gotten to appoint two Supreme Court justices uh, with Brett Kavanaugh when he was appointed that really tipped the balance of the court um, against women's reproductive rights and to be a far more conservative court than we were used to. So I think for a while, um, you know, anti-choice activists and legislators were really trying a strategy that was more about incrementalism and about putting up barriers to access. So even without uh, the introduction and passage of this legislation, Missouri was already one of the most restrictive states in the country. Uh, you know, there's a 72-hour waiting period that's mandatory for anyone who's trying to have an abortion in the state. Um, there's a requirement that we've been fighting that requires not only that 72-hour waiting period, but for the woman to be consented and go through all of her, um, yep. you know, informed consent paperwork with the same physician that would perform the procedure when in reality, I mean, a, a nurse or a physician's assistant or anyone else could do that. I mean, think about when you go to the doctor for any reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't, you know, you you see your doctor, but you're also sitting down with like a nurse or a physician's assistant or another capable medical professional who could give you that information. So I feel like we might be coming to the end of that incrementalism and into some very extreme things that are all about presenting a challenge to Roe. I've heard that the pro-life side, it's religious. Is that is it strictly 100 percent entangled in religion, the pro-life, or is there some other element of it? I mean, for some people, I think that that's definitely the case. I think that when 
when life begins is in many ways a philosophical and a moral question um, for some people. And for some people, that's a, a scientific question. But there are women of all faiths who have abortions. So for some people, I think religion is part of their decision. And I think that obviously for, you know, a lot of legislators who are pushing these type of bills, uh, they do use their faith to, you know, disenfranchise and harm other people, which Mm -hmm. is, I think, not how all people of faith look at this issue at all. So for I keep bringing it up, but I just want to I want your opinion on the on the other sides of things. But um, do people people that are pro-life, do they think that getting an abortion is easy? It's just something that somebody just does. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I don't think that they're always willing to consider the human impact of Mm -hmm. their decisions, because Mm -hmm. obviously whether or not to carry a pregnancy to term or end a pregnancy is a really personal decision. It's a really complex decision. It's not a decision that anyone takes lightly. So, you know, when we saw this bill debated on the House floor, we saw legislators standing up and telling really personal stories about um, sexual violence, about incest, about, you know, these just horrible experiences and how this bill would leave no protections for them. Mm -hmm. There are no protections for rape and incest in this bill. And I think that to be able to look at your colleagues across the aisle and ignore the reality that they're sharing with you, clearly they're not thinking about always about the human impact of like this yeah human impact are we are we just not are we not calling this what it is i I mean this is an assault this is an assault and an attack on women's rights on reproductive rights are we not because i guess we get lumped in now in our our liberal bubble of just i guess we're just yelling but are we not yelling enough because i feel like no one's listening that's a great question and it's interesting because this week the senate is actually going to hear their version of the this fetal heartbeat legislation Mm -hmm. on wednesday so it's coming from all sides and it's not stopping. Um, it'll be interesting to see whether they take up this bill or another bill. But uh, the, I think the role of Planned Parenthood, um, at least for our advocacy arm, is to hold these legislators accountable and to make sure that people are informed about this issue. You know, if your representative voted for this six week ban, uh, they should be hearing from you. Yeah. And it's not just Republicans. There are three Democrats that also voted for this. So even if you might think that your legislator is good on most of your issues. You should check out how they voted. You should make sure that they're hearing from you no matter what party they belong to. And even if we are, you know, some of us are in the the liberal bubble of, you know, Kansas City proper, um, you also want to talk to your legislators and tell them thank you for standing up yeah. because there are a lot of people who really stepped up and did the right thing. And it's always good when they can feel supported in making those decisions. I wanted to go back, if you don't mind, just a little bit to... Just what it's like to make the decision of having an abortion. Um, do you have any information about like what mentally a woman goes through uh, before and after? Is there statistics involving like a, a change? I just want people to know that this is not an easy thing, decision to make. For sure, it's not easy. I mean, but what we have seen is that women who make this decision have a great deal of certainty about their decision. And it's kind of normal to feel a wide range of emotions. Some people might feel, you know, relief is a really common thing. Um, it's normal to feel mixed mixed feelings sometimes. And one thing that I think is offensive about some of the, the legislation that we've talked about that's already been passed, like that 72-hour waiting period, mm-hmm. is that these legislators are thinking that they need to sort of save women from themselves. As if a woman who's walking into 
an abortion provider or to Planned Parenthood hasn't given a great deal of thought to this decision already. Right. Exactly. That they Preach. need to step in Preach. and essentially insert the long arm of the law into these really personal things because right. nobody who's walking in is um, hasn't thought a great deal right. about their decision. And if they need more time to make that decision, their provider, their doctor will give them the time that they need yeah. to do that. Has, so. Have any of these people opened a psychology book like ever to know not only what it does to the the woman, but the child too, you yeah. know? if Or just look at the, the calendar. Just look at the calendar. Yeah. It's 2019. Like, come on. No, like, that's I, all you need it's to do. weird that everything goes back. But if this were to go through, what would life be like in Missouri regarding this? Well, I can promise you that we are currently figuring out what our litigation strategy around this bill would be. It hasn't passed the Senate yet, so I want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. This is not something that's on the governor's desk, but we're still looking ahead and thinking about, you know, what are the what are the options that we would want to pursue? It's very interesting because this bill just kept getting amendments added onto it. So it's a it's this, this legislation that says, there, you know, no abortions after a heartbeat is detected. Then they added on an eight-week ban, a 14-week ban, I believe a 20 week ban and a 22 week ban. So basically they're just have this cascading level of weeks and they're trying to see what the court will find acceptable. It's a very interesting strategy. It's, it's not really the way to do policy, like to none just add it. amendments. None of things. it is how you do policy. <laughs> none of it. Wait, at one point somebody stepped on an ant and we are in like this alternative this alternate 1985 from Back to the Future. <laughs> the, line, the line skewed off Something tangent. like that. Somebody's got a DeLorean and they just screwed up time and now everything is moving backwards. Did you ever think things could go backwards? You know, I really wish that this is not the position that we were in, mm-hmm. but it seems like every time you take a step forward, you're taking two steps back. So this is, you know, if we were talking about, again, this is blatantly unconstitutional, but at six weeks, I just want to, Say it again. That's before most people even know that they're right. pregnant. It is so early in a pregnancy. Um, and what about too, uh, the big talking point now? Everyone wants to all the the well, the conservative laugh line is you know that everybody they want to ban late term abortions. And I feel like uh, many people don't understand that people who end up having to have late term abortions usually it's for very serious medical reasons, right? Yeah, that's correct. That's absolutely correct. Um, when we're talking about abortions later in pregnancy, so you know after generally about 20 weeks, um, we're really talking about threats to the life and health of the mother or something in a, a wanted pregnancy that's gone really wrong. So like a severe fetal diagnosis where, you know, your your baby wouldn't necessarily be able to survive outside the womb. And in that situation, it, it's it's a very different situation right. than someone who's going at six weeks. And, you know, those are people that wanted to be parents and are not right. going to get to because of something that's gone really bad. Right. And now it's an applause line, which is crazy. How do we... How do we mobilize? Because I know we're, we're talking about, well, first off, we're talking to Rachel from Planned Parenthood. How do we mobilize and, and, and really try to enact some kind of change? Because I know we're saying how it's still technically just a, a bill. It's not become a law. But let's be honest. We're in the Missouri Assembly, you got a very conservative Senate and we have a Republican governor. So, like, let's just be honest. Conditions are ideal for that bill. No, you're absolutely right. We think, I mean, they're going to pass something. We will see if they take up this bill or if they, again, work their own version of the heartbeat bill or one of the other bands that they're hearing on Wednesday morning. So what, so. what do we do? Because you guys do so much more than that. You do more than just abortions. You guys do education. You do so much more. Do we need to go? Do I need to go get some signs? Do I need to go to D.C.? Do I need to go to Jeff City? Where, where do we need to go? I appreciate you asking that question. So there are a lot of ways to get involved. We have a couple lobby days coming up at the Missouri Capitol on March 13th. 
and March 26th. And the best way to stay involved and plugged into what we're doing is to go to our website. Uh, you can go to plannedparenthoodaction.org and look up your state. So whether you're in, in Missouri or Kansas, you can look up your state and stay up to date on all the most current information. Or you can go to um, our website, which is ppgpvotes.org. Both of those will get you where you need to go. Click on your state and you can stay up to date with our email list. We've already been, you know, we're scheduling phone banks. We're funneling calls into legislators' offices. We're we're blasting them with email. We are really trying to make our voices heard Thank even you. before we go there in person on Thank the 13th. You. Thank you. That's so amazing. Yeah. Uh, one last question, just to really kind of humanize it. Say that this does pass. What kind of horror will a woman have to go through if she does need to have an abortion? Yeah, so, I mean, we are, there are currently no states in the United States that don't have at least one abortion provider, but Missouri currently only has one, which is in St. Louis. So already women who would want to have an abortion face tremendous obstacles to getting the care that they need. Um, they would generally have to go across the state line. And that's a really interesting thing about this bill is that in addition to the bans, which I think have been rightfully the primary focus, there's a lot of things that would go into effect under the current legal framework that we have. So there's, um, you know, a two parent notifi- mandatory two parent notification for minors. We know that not every teenager who is might be in the situation has two, right. you know, figures in their lives that are present mm-hmm. and would be where it would be safe to, for them to receive that notification. Um, there's also a part of this bill that wants to uh, make any woman who is traveling out of state to have an abortion um, be mailed the Missouri informed consent packet, which contains a bunch of scientifically inaccurate information about yeah. pregnancy Good and God. about her decision. So it, there are things that are happening right now. So this is even if we even if there you know we assume there would be a legal challenge and some kind of uh, ruling saying that these very early bans are unconstitutional. There are still things that could take effect that would impact people right now. Wow, wow! And one more time, what can people do that are in their car listening right now and that are just very upset? Yeah, if this makes you mad, you should go to PlannedParenthoodAction.org, look up Missouri, or visit PPGPVotes.org and click on your state, and we'll get you involved. We'll get you plugged in. Thank you so much. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for what everybody does Absolutely. involved in, in this. This Rachel Sweet, Policy Director of Planned Parenthood. Anytime that there's an update to this, feel free to come in and keep us updated because we care about this very Absolutely. much. Great. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, Rachel. It's Jordan Silver and Friends in the Morning on 96.5. The Buzz. Hey, there's a lot of news. And now the so Warp Tour is not going away. It's like a bad ex. It just doesn't go away. But they're doing five shows this summer, which we know Atlantic City, Cleveland, and Mountain View, California. Only thing is, there's some really good bands playing these shows. Offspring, Andrew WK, Good Charlotte, Simple Plan, The Starting Line, Blink 182, 311, Bowling for Soup, Taking Back Sunday, who's playing a show here in September. Real Big Fish. Ooh. All American Rejects. What? Some 41. Okay, let's go. Let's take a let's take a trip. I know it's worth, and that that might be worth uh, worth sweating over. Yes, maybe I'm with it. I'm maybe with it. Um, somebody on Twitter asked Jack Antonoff if Bleachers was working on new music, and he answered them, yes. So really, all you have to do is ask your favorite artist on Instagram if they're working on new music, Easy. and Twitter or any of those, and just slide in, slide on in. That's crazy. I've been doing that for the past week, and nothing, nothing on my end. But she, that's another story. She didn't respond to you, did she? No. How rude. She'll get there. How rude. It's being filtered. You're fine. Did you see that, that meme that I posted? It was like, 
How could never anyway? <laughs> we're not gonna go there. Yes, All right, I, Kurt, Co- yes, yeah. I did. <laughs> Kurt Cobain's exes have a podcast. These two women that he dated back in the nineties. It's called How the Hell Did That Happen? And they say that Bush is a quote imitator of Nirvana or was an imitator oh, of Nirvana. They, they they shooting shots on this podcast. Yeah. Okay. They're going after Gavin Rossdale. We might need to have them on the show. <sighs> Gavin Rossdale? Let's have the whole let's have the whole squad. I want the whole pod. Oh, we just need Gavin Rossdale. Oh, oh. Mm. Jordan, oh, really? Yes, I know. Impure straight thoughts. Did so you let's- just do what yes, was that? He's you just so did? handsome. But oh my god! We can sure. talk about that in a little bit. What do you have? Because I have to stop thinking about Gavin Rossdale right now. Getting a little flustered need over some there. Water. National news. We'll be real quick about this. Trump spent the weekend uh, talking. He was at the CPAC uh, conferences last weekend. It was just all over the place. But you know, if you're into that, you got two hours of talking from uh, from old Donnie T. Lots of lots of audio drops. Uh, it's so funny. <laughs> he did an accent at one point. What yep. was anyway? Anyway, please pull the audio. It's uh, it's excellent. Bernie, he is officially running. He launched his campaign in Brooklyn on Saturday. It was pretty cool. And uh, you should take a look at that if you're into that sort of deal. Your president also declared a national state of emergency at the border. Familiar with that uh, that whole thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Congress said, "Yo, man, maybe let's not do that." And so they passed his resolution to say, "Yo, let's cut it." I wish they said yo. I <laughs> wish they did. Imagine like, I feel like we're at a level where we could. I feel at this point you got yo, this to. this sucks. Nancy Pelosi, yo, yo. Yo, you need sucks. to stop. You need to cut it. Cut You need to cut it. <laughs> so Rand Paul is a Republican in the Senate, and he has confirmed that he's going to vote in in support of the resolution that says Trump should not have this, this uh, national emergency. So it looks like he's going to use his first veto as president. So that's uh, very exciting news in presidential theater. And uh, to wrap up this presidential news, you know John Hickenlooper? You're familiar of with course. that Of course, yes. We're friends on Facebook. You guys Facebook friends? Cool. Yes. I'm sure you guys, yeah. uh, if this was MySpace, he would be in your top eight for sure. Of course. Next well, to my cat. That's your future president, Mr. President John Hickenlooper, because he... Run for president, former governor out of Colorado. So, that's, so now you you know someone theoretically who's going to probably be president. What? He has no chance. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, he has okay. What the hell? He's what got no say? chance. But he seems like a decent dude. And finally, and we're going to talk about this a little bit tomorrow. I think maybe uh, all the leaving Neverland stuff. I with, just watched that last night. Did you watch it? Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll tease this news for tomorrow. But there's a lot of news coming from that. You know, the leaving ne- Neverland documentary on HBO of uh, Michael Jackson. We're going to get into such a good talk about this tomorrow. In fact, I'm just going to leave it there because cancel culture is really going to be at full blast tomorrow. But anyway. Ooh, I felt disgusting just watching that documentary. Right, what do we do? Again, maybe this is a great tease for tomorrow. In local news, there was a fire at Jackstack Barbecue on the plaza and it had to close, which, I mean, that's no. the kind of restaurant where you never know if there's a fire unless there's flames. <laughs> you know, you walk in, you're like, damn, that smells good. Yep. Damn, that smells good. Fire! Like, this is that hickory smoke. Yeah, right? Everything smells like fire already. How the hell did they know? Um, more than 400 people have filed to grow or sell, quote, medical pot in Missouri. This is on the front of the news. Was my, wasn't, was my name on there? Because I told them to keep that. It wasn't. Secret. It okay. wasn't. But this sounds like I wrote it. <laughs> More than 400 filed to grow or sell medical pot. I want the pots. Not medical marijuana. Not weed. Medical pot. Jordan wants the pots. The pots. It sounds like I wrote it. That's, I'm so clueless with these terms. And have you seen any potholes that have been fixed yet? I have seen a few. Props. To, hey, props to the city. I've seen a few. I've also noticed that we've gained a few since I've seen those. But, hey. It's like the earth is 
falling into itself. Strictly in Kansas City. And the city said that they know that they're losing the pothole war. And repairs could go out as far as June. June. Oh, June. No. June. I love, can you read that part back? They, they, know, they know they've lost. Yes, they're they're losing the pothole war. But you know what? Mad props for them to even try. Seriously. Because this is bad. I will never talk S on any of those folks because, yeah. I just say everybody needs to pick up and move about 30 miles in another direction. And then we just put Kansas City there. Like, because this, there's so many potholes. It looks like my last relationship. There's just so many damn holes that you just want to give up. What do these two have in common? Um, well, they both like women. Nothing is more amazing than right before turning on the microphone. We all talk about our appreciation for Olsen twins. Let's go. As we should. We should. That is the voice of show from 610 Sports. Hello. Let's go. Pick it up. Show's in the building. Show in the house, y'all. Let's do this. I'm feeling feeling real good. I used to hate Monday. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, now I'm in a job I love. I wear my buttons all the way to the top on Mondays. That top button. My jeans are a little tighter than Pr- normal. Yeah, I, I like that. Like proud of you. Popping in brown kicks. I'm proud of you. You know, I'm ready to go. What's that mood? That, you know what that mood is? That's that Mary Kate and Ashley mood right there. Big mood. Big mood. I'm glad I didn't say what I was going to say before you said Mary Kate. Right. Come on, Hartzell. Come on. I'm still in appreci- appreciation of the Olsen twins. That's how we do sports here in JSAF. Yeah, what do they have to do with sports? Doesn't doesn't one of them date some? Uh, did you not watch Switching Goals? What a film that was! Soccer you're right. stars. You're right. You're right. You got it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on in sports? Oh man, uh, what's going a on lot. in life? We're, we're uh, recovering as the Royals are probably in full on tank mode with Salvador Perez. <laughs> Apparently, Ooh. we'll find out more today if he's out for the year. The only person probably people go out to uh, to go to the K for uh, besides Buck Knight. Now, what happened? You got, fill us in. What happened? Uh, yeah, what yeah, happened? yeah. In practice last week, although we've been hearing it's been from since the spring, he's had a little uh, uh, pain in his elbow. Went and got it looked at. They said he had an issue with uh, UCL. Yeah. It's an injury that could. If he had surgery, it could be like twelve to eighteen months. We talking Tommy oh. John? Tommy yeah, John? Tommy stuff? John yeah. having a, yeah. having another uh, another doctor in L.A. look at it today. Ooh. So, Not great. More, the most reports that we're getting is that he is going to have to have surgery, which could put him out at least a year. So, man, we we just can't catch a break. Man. You you would have loved what we talked about last week. What y'all do? Last Friday, I feel bad. We could have got you. We should have had you on the show because you are a sporting Kansas City King. Thank you. Cheryl. I've seen you in, in action with your tight suits out there, <laughs> and you was in the playoff. You was at the playoff game, letting it go. Yeah, I saw you in there. I could see it all. From just, just peacock and roll. Yes, yeah, just I see it all. It, it was. It was button down. One, two, three buttons down. One more button down, and we would have had it. We needed a gold chain to finish it off. It was in the car. So, you know, I had it in the car. Wow. So we we did a topic last week. You know, for us, soccer can be tough. Right. A tough thing to talk about because a lot of people aren't, the bulk of our audience isn't really, I'm sure there's like some indie band that maybe you guys love, but only like 5% of your audience would really care if you really talked about it. Yeah, sure. That's what sporting is. Band of horses. And I know there are people out there who are pissed like, oh, what are you talking about? I'm at the cauldron every week. (laughs) Yeah. What are you talking about? We always sell out like the Hartzels, <laughs> but but most so we have to be creative with our topics. So we did a topic. We were like, if we look at the the place, and right now, if I was on my show, I'd call for the text line right now. But if we were to look at the place, eight one six, if where Sporting Kansas City is, what rapper 
would Sporting Kansas City be? If you were to look at, like, because I'll I'll give you an example. I think the Chiefs are like Kendrick Lamar. I mean, they are are at the top of how people view them. They think they're the greatest. Like, and they, you know, they haven't won anything yet. But, I mean, they are, (laughs) but they feel on the rise. Like, they feel like the top of the line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd say the Royals are like Chance the Rapper. They've won. You know, some Grammys, but the future you probably feel a lot better about. Mm-hmm. Right. they'll continue. It's not only they're young, yep. but yeah. Ooh, and, yeah. And then where is sporting? You know? Where is sporting? I mean, if, if the Missouri mm-hmm. Mavericks are like Soldier Boy, that, you know, that's, that's really low. Soldier Boy, tell um, Wow. I feel... I'm got to go... If I'm... Okay, with sporting, with my folks out there, this. I know that. Let me... If I got... Top of my head. Post Malone meets like Lupe Fiasco. Post Malone, yeah. Okay, and let me explain why. And let I me feel ex- like that's disrespect. No, yeah, let me let me explain why. Slap him. No, no, let me explain why. Because post, you wouldn't think, <laughs> you wouldn't think would play just just externally, especially when you think of sporting Kansas City in the Midwest. That shouldn't work. And then you hear him drop some bars. And you're like, okay, that's pretty good. And then he's like, oh, he brings in friends. That's not. A, and now he's getting featured on movies such as the new Spider Man. I mean, he's hot. The kids are into him. That's Sporting KC. And Lupe, I, I, I think, kick, push, and, and coast. And that's just, just smooth. Like, when I think of Sporting KC, I think smooth. I think kick, push. What do you say, Sean? It just it has to be somebody that has a cap. I think it has to be, like, an artist that's niche mm-hmm. Like, an artist. Like, I, like maybe, like, a, a small, like, not a small group, but a, a group of people that really like, but okay. they don't go mainstream because mm-hmm. it's tough to do that with soccer. I feel like Gucci Mane. Gucci. It can't be Gucci. anybody. It can't be anybody who's won like a Grammy because mm-hmm. that's that's a, that's above the ceiling of sporting right now. I don't. I think they got a cap. See, I go opposite. They, I go how, opposite with that. Of course you do. I go opposite You're in it. because I would You're say right now that I think about it, the real answer is like Travis Scott. Oh, stop. That's what it is. Oh, no, th- no, that's what's got to be. Oh, come. Travis on. Scott no. started very. Travis Scott played the Super Bowl. <laughs> sporting Kansas City is not at anybody's Super Bowl. We stop. are a dynasty. Have you seen the cups we bring home show? Travis Scott, I think, so is a great. confused on what cups mean <laughs> See, MLS that's the, and that's or the problem. And that's because the problem. there's a cap on it, and there's that's a, a ceiling. And what a great analogy, because so many people don't understand what trap music is. So very much oh, like girl. show doesn't quite understand why I would put that with sporting is why it exactly should be that rapper for sporting KC. I think it's Travis Scott, yo. And you know what? I think sporting's always had the anecdote think, for us. I, I, yeah, I think. Wow, I got that one. Thank you for that, Jordan. Yeah. I got that one. I think it's too. Much. I do like Gucci though. Gucci is a niche, just certain amount of people. I think Post Malone is a slap in the face. Tomorrow morning on Jordan Silver and Friends. I'm going to play Maggie Rogers on and off, which has the best tambourine part I've ever heard in a song, which I know is weird, but it's epic. No, finally. It's at 7.30, and you want to talk about... Let's go to Neverland, huh? Mm. Yeah, yeah, sure. One-way trip? Do we have to? Uh, we'll see. Jordan Silver and Friends on 96.5 The Buzz. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.